found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. We say hello to you here on a Tuesday. Jim and Trent, you can always join the program. At 264-1700, again, that's 264-1700. Terrific show lined up for you today. Uh, 420, Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert will be our guest. Uh, at about 440-ish, Ian Castleberry, the outside corner, Major League Baseball. And then around 520, uh, Ryan Van Bibber. We'll have a conversation with Ryan SB Nation uh, and the National Football League. Uh, Trent, did you enjoy all of the games last night? Yeah, well, uh, not really. I mean, overall, the... The hockey? The hockey? No, I didn't watch any hockey. Didn't get into that at oh. all. Uh, okay. The NBA game kind of stunk. It wasn't very compelling. Yeah. The Celtics really just dominated it. So that was kind of a laugh. For my twins uh, lost again. So that yeah, wasn't very good. The Cubs got a win. <laughs> so yeah. that was solid. But uh, overall, no, Jim, it, it wasn't a great. I did not enjoy my night in sports last night. <laughs> well, it got better today because, once again, University of Iowa, or at least a former University of Iowa player, has uh, delivered us the, uh, the number one story with Ahmad Wagner saying goodbye to the Hawks and hello to the Kentucky Wildcats. Look, you and I, after he announced that he was thinking like this, we had, we had two opinions on this. One, uh, he could drop down and go to a FCS school and play right away and play two years. Or two, he could uh, transfer to a Power Five, sit out a year, and mm -hmm. then play his final year. But now it's being reported, Trent, that he won't have to sit out. He'll be able to play. Uh, right away, and so he'll be able to compete for Kentucky for two straight seasons. And, and I'm still completely confused about this whole thing and the way this works. I read you the NCAA rule book when this came down. And, and When Ahmad Wagner first announced this, Jimmy B, and the speculation where he was going to go, was it staying at Iowa or going to another place, I was baffled that he would even have two years of eligibility at Iowa to be able to play because – He's already competed in three years. And the NCAA rule book says you have a five-year window to compete in four seasons. Well, he's already competed mm -hmm. in three seasons. As a basketball player, I get it is different sports, but the way that I read the rule book would be he would have one season of eligibility, be it after a transfer, a sit-out year, and then another opportunity to play somewhere else. Or if he would have stayed at Iowa – one year, he could even redshirt for a year, then play the following season. It didn't make a lick of sense. That's what the NCAA said, though. And now we're getting news that he will be immediately eligible at Kentucky. He will have two years of eligibility to compete there. He'll have five years overall to compete at the collegiate level without a redshirt in there. I don't know. It, it doesn't make a lick of sense to me. Now, this isn't sour grapes because I wish Ahmad Wagner nothing but the best. This oh, kid absolutely. No, I know. Yeah. Did, did nothing but what is best for him. And a lot of times, Jimmy B., I mean, last year was a frustrating year. It was a frustrating year on the hardwood. And, and after going through a trying season, seeing the sport that you loved go away, your minutes dissipate, the team sucked, they were terrible, 4-14 four and 14 in the Big Ten, all that happening, mm -hmm. I could understand why he wants to get away and, and give it a shot somewhere else 
that makes complete sense to me. It makes perfect sense to me why he wants to leave. It also makes perfect sense to me that Kentucky recruited him while he was in high school and played that year of high school football. They were after him from the get-go. So I see where he is exceptionally more comfortable with the environment there and the coaches there. So from that standpoint, I think I wish the kid the best. You always, you always do that. But I'm just as confused as you are. Because I remember that day where you had the rule book and you read it to me. <laughs> and, and now it's being reported that he's going to be eligible immediately and he can compete for two years. Look, as far as I'm concerned, I hope that's the case mm -hmm. uh, for his sake. Yeah, I'd love to see the kid play and see if indeed he can be impactful even in his first season on the college gridiron. But... I'm like you. I'm a little dumbfounded here, and I hope that while we're on the show today, we can get some clarification on why this is being reported, and if it is indeed true, how did it happen? How, how come other guys haven't been able to, you know, do something similar? Because what you read to me was you had five years to complete four years of eligibility. That's pretty much the substance of what you read to me. Is that correct? Yes, yes, that's what it says. It doesn't say anything, though, about changing sports, and that's right. the different course that we're getting into here. Uh, that report, by the way, came from Justin Rowland from uh, the Kentucky Rivals website saying that he is going to be two years to play at Kentucky, immediately eligible, and retains 2019 eligibility. So certainly big news for uh, Kentucky fans and good news as well. For Ahmad Wagner, getting that extra year of eligibility, you know, that's something that he's got to be pumped up about. And, and who knows what he's going to do right away. The other thing pertaining to the Iowa angle of this, Jimmy B, is if you listen to Tom Caker when he joined our program, you listen to Pat Hardy, all the guys that we have yep. on, one thing that all of them mentioned was that Iowa, they are not close to the 85 scholarship limit. And there were a lot of concerns if Ahmad Wagner if they'd have a spot for him. And I know it's easy sitting from afar to just say, well, that's easy. Just just pull a Saban. Just pull an SEC and Yankee guy scholarship that's a redshirt sophomore that doesn't look like he's developing. They don't do those things at Iowa. They don't do those things in the Big Ten. Iowa, throughout the years, has done a very good job of maintaining you have a four-year scholarship. You have your four years. Yes, they have asked guys going into their fifth season to move on that don't look like they're going to be part of the plans, but you get four years. Iowa has shown throughout the years they're not just going to kick a guy to the side. You have four years. They're not going to do that to make room for Ahmad Wagner. Mm -hmm. I, I, I get that. And, but I think the kid wanted just to get away. Did you, do you have that same feeling? I, I kind of feel like I'm uh, using, what is it, Southwest Airlines? You want to get away? Yes, I do. <laughs> and so I'm going to uh, take my skills and go south and play in at Kentucky. I think from that standpoint, uh, I, I understand. I understand the guy. He he just wants to cut bait, and there's nothing wrong with that. So look, he gave it three years on the basketball court. Things didn't work out the way that he had hoped, and so now he's going to go in a different direction. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that at all, Trent. And. And I'm under the assumption that the kid is gifted athletically. 
He's a smart kid, mm-hmm. and I hope he has success on the football field. Yeah, and uh, we'll see him now. One thing that has to happen. The thing that is a little bit confusing, you know, normally you think, all right, he's going to a place that's going to spread the football around a whole lot. He had a lot, a whole lot of opportunities. Kentucky couldn't throw the football worth a lick last year. They were terrible throwing the football. Yeah, And you have a quarterback in Nate Stanley coming back for his junior season that put I together a really nice season. Yeah. But, again, like you said, Jim, I think it comes down to very simply, he was just looking for something else. He was looking for another yeah. spot, another place to go. I think that is the way to look at it here. Now, Iowa, well, we know what they have at the wide receiver position, right, Jim? And it goes back to the same old adage year in and year out that we talk about, do they have enough at that spot? Nick Easley, who we didn't see during the final spring tune-up uh, at the end of the season, he'll be out there, led the team a year ago in receptions. And now the young guys, they need to take a step forward. If Iowa is going to be more than another 7-5 and five type of team this year, a part of that is going to be that wide receiver group also taking a step forward. You need to see Brandon Smith, the immense physical talent that he has. 6'2", 220 pounds put together. Can he catch the football? The, the, on the other side, Ivory uh, Amir Smith-Marset. We saw him time in and time out, Jimmy B, get opportunities even after he'd screwed up. That normally doesn't happen under Kirk Ferentz, so they must believe that there is really something there. Now, after a spring where they talked about he was on his phone a little too much, would like to see him a little more locked in, they need him locked in because easily alone is not going to get it done at the Big Ten level. Right. I, I'm with you. Yep, you're absolutely correct. They need all the help they uh, they can get at the wide receiver position. Look, I, it, it, I don't get it why it's a... Uh, Always a sore point, but it has been, what, for the last four or five years, Trent, that they have struggled with wideouts? Do I have that right? Yeah. I mean, some of their best wide receivers were, have been walk-on guys. I mean, that that's what yeah. we saw, including what we saw a year ago with Nick Easley. It's just the guys that they brought in, they, they brought in guys that have had other offers, too. Just a lot of them haven't panned out from Jay Sheil, who was a spring star a couple years back, and never was able to get on the field because of injuries. There was guys like that. There were just guys. Was it Andre Harris that had like 10 catches for 100-some yes. yards in a spring game? And he's not even on campus by the time August rolls around. It's just year after year something crops up here. This is another one I guess you could kind of chalk up, especially if Ahmad Wagner goes on and is productive at Kentucky. The saving grace, though, in the passing game, Jimmy B, is you have some outstanding tight ends. I mean, the best one-two punch in the Big Ten, I think, bar none, and Noah Font, and TJ Hawkinson, you got Sean Byer, an incredible athlete, learning the position, Nate Whiting, who shows a great ability to block, you even throw in Cook, and you got Cook over there who has done some nice things, that's your fifth tight end, that's an incredible group, I think you're going to see a lot of two tight end formations this year. Oh yes, you can count on that, there's no question about that, Uh, that'll happen, look, the, the big guys, they can run, and they can catch. And they will be the bailout for Nate Stanley back there. But I, 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 I'm just so confused sometimes, Trent, where, you know, you keep asking yourself, this is a Big Ten school that has had success, and yet they still struggle to get top flight wideouts. And I, I, I just, I don't get it. Is, is it just the, because of the offense that they run? I mean, I mean, they throw the ball. It's not like they they run the ball 60 times and pass it three times. It's not like that. I mean, they do throw the ball. 
I, I'm just I just get so confused on why they can't seem to land somebody. They have. I mean, well, look they have at, in the past, right? But right. Not in the last four or five years, right? Well, what, what's different? You know, Marvin McNutt was not some great recruit coming out of high school. Marvin McNutt was a high school quarterback that didn't have a whole lot of offers. It's it's Iowa recruiting in general, Jimmy P. I I would be question more how they don't get a top flight running back with with what they build year after year with the offensive line of the run base. Why aren't there four-star running backs year after year knocking down the doors to get to Iowa City? The wide receiver position makes sense. I mean, they, they bring in guys. They Jameerick Smith, remember him? He, he back yeah, in Texas. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Play, played early on. He was a decent recruit coming in. It isn't that it's so much different than the rest of the recruiting. It just doesn't work out. It just They can't keep those guys around has been, I think, a bigger thing than what you talked about. Yeah, okay. Fair enough, then, with, with that. Um, so we're gonna, we have to really kind of uh, get into the NFL draft a little bit more as well. Uh, now that we've gone a couple of days and uh, where the players are, it's starting to sink in a little bit. Alex Halstead, as we'll dive into the Cyclones today at 420, will be our guest. And we'll do a follow-up with Alan Lazard, with Joel Lanning, with Campos, all of those guys. None of them drafted but they did catch on with teams as free agents. So it'll be interesting to see if Halstead was uh, a little surprised that Lazard wasn't drafted as well. Uh, we didn't expect Campos or Lanning to be drafted, but the the Lazard thing pretty, pretty much caught everybody off guard. But I think their landing places right now, Trent, I think it gives those guys a chance to stick. Where are you on that? Well, I, I think with Lazard, absolutely. Lazard is a different animal, though, compared to the rest of those guys. He, as you said, it was a surprise to us that he wasn't drafted. A surprise to a lot of people. You talk about uh, across the NFL, we're surprised that he didn't find a landing spot. That one, sure. The other ones, I, you hear these stories all the time. Oh, he found himself a good situation. Jim, I don't think people realize how difficult it is to make a roster right away as an undrafted free agent. It's incredibly yes. difficult the hill yep. is incredibly t- tall to climb. And, and if you're thinking that, oh, yeah, he's got a soft landing spot, they need this and this and this, it, it's a lot more than that. Not only is it a 53-man roster, you'll have to look forward. The guys that actually dress, you're down to 45 on game day. The chances of any of these guys, even Alan Lazard making the team, it, it's not no sure thing. It, it's certainly not on the right side of 50%. Outside of Lazard, I'd say out of all those guys, it's really difficult, Jim. I know. Listen, there, there is no cakewalk, and people can say, "Well, look, uh, Lazard going to Jacksonville. They only have like two really good receivers. He's got yes, it's an opportunity for him, but there are other players there who want to be on that team just as bad as he does, and want to make NFL money just as bad as he does. Look, do I think Lazard has a chance to stick? Absolutely, I do." But would I be shocked if he got cut? No, because he was signed as an unrestricted free agent. That's why. Yeah, I, you're, you're absolutely right. We're taking a break here. Coming back on the other side, we got Alex Halstead stopping by. We'll get his thoughts on that and a whole lot more. We'll talk baseball later on this hour. Ian Castleberry will be with us and then NFL with Ryan Van Bibber in the 5 o'clock hour. All to come here on 1700 KBGG. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. 
Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Tonight's forecast, scattered showers and thunderstorms likely. Some could be strong to severe this evening, a low near 63. Scattered showers and thunderstorms again on Wednesday, especially late afternoon and evening with a high near 78. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Napa know-how. Hear that screeching sound? from your car it's your brakes yelling change me so head to any napa auto care center and we'll replace them for you or go to any napa auto parts store and do it yourself either way you'll get a 50 dollars prepaid visa card by mail on qualifying purchases over 250 dollars. quality parts helpful people that's napa know-how napa know-how at participating napa auto parts stores offer expires 531 don't miss the Easter Seals Iowa Walk for Independence May the 5th at Easter Seals Camp Sunnyside from 8.30 until noon. The one-mile walk around Lake Cheerio starts at 10 a.m. Free entertainment includes archery, horse rides, touch-a-truck princesses, superheroes, a balloon artist, face painting, mascots, food trucks, and more. Learn more about the Easter Seals Iowa Walk by going to EasterSealsIowaWalk.com, EasterSealsIowaWalk.com. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. 
Warm weather is going to be here before you know it. And if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level. No more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Talked a lot of Hawkeyes in the first segment with the news today. Ahmad Wagner moving on from the University of Iowa to the football fields at Kentucky. We change our attention right now. Over the Cyclones, our man from CycloneAlert.com is Alex Halstead. Alex, what's going on? Not too much, kind of in this slow part of the year, but uh, recruiting is is kind of taking the forefront this time of year. You know, the, the basketball recruiting stuff just wound up right. with the spring period, and now the football staff still has another four weeks out for the spring evaluation period. So it's kind of a, a boring, I guess, time of year for probably a lot of fans, but it's, it's kind of when a lot of the groundwork gets laid for recruiting, which obviously then lends to these teams down the road. Well, not going to be boring for you because you get to make a trip to uh... – what, you're heading down to Tennessee to Nashville for a little work. That's not a bad road trip. Yeah, I've never, I've been to, obviously, um, you know, Memphis, never been to Nashville, but that's where 24-7 Sports' headquarters is, and uh, there's a, a conference for the whole network here in the next couple of days, so I'll be headed down to Nashville, and hopefully no breaking <laughs> news while I'm flying there. Okay, but you want to make sure you go to Printer's Alley, okay? Printer's Alley. It's over by the old Grand Old Opry, and you'll have a great time. It, you'll, you'll, you'll trust me. I've, I've been in Nashville many times. You're going to have a great time there. Um, speaking of a great time, what happened to Alan Lazard? Were you as shocked as uh, most people that he wasn't drafted in seven rounds of the NFL? Yeah, I was a proctor. Surprised that he didn't go at all. You know, I think, you know, the, when he ran the four five five forty, I think maybe a little bit got overblown when we started hearing you know, people like Todd McShay and and some of the some of the more recognizable, I guess, draft pundits. You know, would would kind of throw out, you know, his ceiling could be like the fourth round. And so I think a lot of people start thinking, oh, he's going to go pretty early. And I even thought, you know, maybe that was a possibility, mostly based off what what some of those draft people said. But you know, for the most part, he was projecting the fifth or sixth round and. You know, so it wouldn't surprise me to see him go in there. And, but just for him to not get picked at all, that's what surprises me. It's not that, you know, he didn't go early or anything. It's that, he, you know, even by the sixth round, there wasn't a team taking him. There were 33 wide receivers taken, and I think most would probably agree that he's probably, you know, better than some of those receivers taken. But the, the problem that, that happens sometimes late in those drafts is some of those receivers would come off the board, and, and you would even hear it on TV. They're talking about this guy's going to be a gunner on kickoffs. Well, that's not really Alan Lazard's type of role. And so once you get kind of late into the draft, some of these teams are drafting guys for their special teams units. And I think maybe that hurt Lazard a little bit as well towards the end of the draft once once he started to slip. Yeah, it's uh, he, you mentioned people here fourth round and they think it's automatic, and that's certainly not the case overall. He, he's a, a pretty finished product too, four years of college. You know, so many times people are just looking for upside and guys that – they can mold. Do you think that maybe could have been a little bit of a negative too? He has been around for a long time. He kind of is what he is, and maybe there isn't that same kind of upside that there is with some of the other players. 
Yeah, I think that, that is that's probably one of the things. I think it kind of was probably twofold. One is, you know, like you said, I think they're, they're, they know what he is already. There's not this, like, you know, hidden factor of, man, we, we see this one attribute, maybe it could become this. And then I think the second thing is, I think his position, some people maybe just wonder where, where does he best fit because you see the NFL kind of going away from these bigger, Lazard's not slow, but these bigger possession-type receivers and more towards these speedy, you know, slot-type guys. And so I think, you know, he's, he's so big that, you know, he's kind of that possession receiver, but he's not maybe big enough to be a tight end. He's kind of somewhere in between, and I wonder if that hurt him. Um, you know, because when you brought up the, the kind of there's, there's not that little upside thing in, in terms of, like, there's this unknown yeah, I think of a guy like uh, the Texas Tech receiver. I think Dylan Cantrell got picked, and I think a lot of people were like, "Who's this guy?" You know, you know, why is he going ahead of Lazard? And you know, then they get on TV and they're saying, you know, he he didn't do this very well. He didn't do this very well. He didn't do this very well. But he's got this that teams like. I think you know his speed and some of that that you know maybe they can get a six round steal. So I think more than anything, it's almost like teams late in the draft they don't go for the known. They go for the guy that might be under the radar. You know, thinking they can go sign someone like Lazard in, in the pool right after the draft. Alex Halstead is our guest, 24-7, Cyclone Alert. Uh, I'm curious, have you had a chance to talk with folks, or have you had a chance to talk with Lazard after he has signed with Jacksonville? Because both Trent and I think that was a pretty good spot for him to have at least an opportunity to try to make that team. Yeah, you know, it, it does sound like it's a pretty good spot for him. The the Jaguars went in a position where they kind of made Lazard their main signing in terms of the offensive weapon they were going after. You know, they, they announced their signings yesterday. Um, they're up to 89. You can be up to 90 players, and um, they signed enough to get to 89, but they, they signed Lazard, and then they signed one other receiver, and he was a, a Division two guy. And so I think they put Lazard in a pretty good spot for that reason. First of all, you look at the roster makeup, and then second of all, you know, the fact that they didn't bring a lot of guys to compete with him, you know, at the receiver position, I think are both positive. The report was that I think he's going to get a forty thousand dollars signing bonus up front. Um, when you look at it, if you would say what in the seventh round, I think the signing bonus was going to be about sixty nine thousand. So by not getting drafted, he loses about you know twenty nine thousand dollars or something. But the whole point is that he gets a little bit of guaranteed money to go down there to Jacksonville, and if he may, if he makes an impression, then you can get some kind of you know maybe one or two year deal. You know, like a rookie type deal. You know, most NFL deals are not guaranteed, but you know, I think that's the whole thing. Is he he got a little bit of a signing bonus? Now he gets a team that, like you just said, probably has a, a situation where he can at least have a good chance to impress and, and potentially make that team. And then if he does, then he's got a deal. You know, which is probably about the same as he would have gotten in the fifth or seventh rounds. Alex, uh, not just about Alan Lazard, a lot of other Iowa State uh, former football players looking to catch on to rosters. One name I haven't seen much about, Kamari Cotton Boya, a guy that early in his career was outstanding, injuries railed some things, also a couple of suspensions in there. But have you heard anything more about Cotton Boya, at least going to get maybe a tryout somewhere? Yeah, it sounds like he's going to get two tryouts. His agent, um, his agent, I think, said that he's going to one week he's going to go to Oakland and uh, be at their rookie minicamp, and the next week he's going to go to uh, Washington and then be at their rookie minicamp. So he's one of the guys that's going to minicamp without a, necessarily a free agent deal. Um, you know, I don't, these are kind of all semantics. You know, someone like Bizarre, in terms of Iowa State's pool, he's signing an actual deal. 
you know, I don't know if it's like a, it could just even be a, a mini camp deal, but they're giving him money up front to come down there. Some of these guys are maybe going to get small money to go down to, say, you know, work out for the Dallas Cowboys. But the way Cotton Moyers was worded is that it's an invite to rookie camp. So he, I don't know if he's getting anything, but he does get two different teams to go work out for. And yeah, yeah you know, when you looked at him early in his career, I think a lot of people said, you know, he's a, he was a guy that would be on NFL radars, but you know, between the injuries and everything else, um, he's still going to get a shot, but not in the place that maybe we thought he was going to be after he was a starter as a, you know, say a sophomore. Uh, take me then, since you referenced the Cowboys, to Campos, who gets signed by Dallas as an offensive lineman, and Joel Lanning, of course, as a linebacker. Uh, I think most people understood that those two guys probably would not get drafted, but they did land in a high-profile team. Uh, have you had a chance to speak with them? And what do you believe their chances are of having a chance to stick, even if it's the practice squad? Yeah, that, if there's one team that Iowa State fans are going to want to follow you know, through rookie minicamp, it's going to be the Cowboys because, like you said, Jake Campos and Joe Lanning, they also actually signed uh, receiver Marchie Murdoch, who's from the Dallas area. So three of Iowa State's seven players that have signed undrafted for agent deals are going to be with the Cowboys. And, you know, Lineman almost always, it seems like if you're a good power five lineman, you're going to get some kind of advice. You know, teams need linemen, and, uh, you know, someone with Jake Campos' size and stuff, he's going to get a look. He's battled injuries, but was able to stay healthy last year. I think, you know, Murdoch, Marcy Murdoch really came on last year. I don't know, if, you know, what, what kind of role he, he has a chance to showcase himself for there, but I think Lanning's obviously the one that everyone's intrigued with. Um, I saw, you know, say Drosenfels, who, who I think, you know, knows Jason Garrett a little bit. Uh, he he tweeted after after he signed there that you know Jason Garrett will will like what Landing brings in terms of just some of the things he can do. So it's going to be interesting to see how they want to use him because as we talked about about a month or so ago after Iowa State's pro day, you know the the Raiders and obviously other teams end up getting a look because of it. Had him work out as a fullback. You know does does Dallas have him work at mini camp as a offensive player, a fullback, H back type, or do they put him out linebacker? I think that's what's going to be most interesting with Joel Landing and um, the practice squad stuff's always interesting. You know, Joel Maul Wilt ended up sticking on the practice squad and he was up at the Super Bowl with the Patriots on their practice squad. And it's just, sometimes it just takes one kind of a t- intangible to be one of those guys that sticks. And it'll be interesting to see if someone like Landing has one of those unique pieces that makes uh, the Cowboys or even another team want to keep him on their practice squad moving forward. So uh, three consecutive years without a draft pick next year, certainly that looks to be uh, changing uh, Brian PV exhausting his eligibility after a great junior year, and maybe some guys that'll have an opportunity to make a choice. Uh, David Montgomery, a lot of talk about him after the season that he had a year ago. Do you think that's what we're going to be talking about leading into the draft next year? Montgomery making yeah. a decision coming back or going? Yeah, I think that's going to be the big question. Um, it, I'm sure he'll get, probably get asked earlier than Iowa State wants to get asked, but <laughs> he, he will have that that decision to make i was looking through the pro football focus numbers yesterday just their grades and they're not the end all but i just thought it'd be interesting to look at them compared to you know guys that go in the draft and uh seven of the top 10 you know guys that were graded out at running back last year went to the drafts and all seven were drafted and when you look at the last two years 2016 and 2017 uh, every Power 5 running back that's been in the top 10 the last two years has been drafted in either the first or second round, and that's 11 guys. And then um, two of those guys, David Montgomery and Bryce 
Love from Stanford both return next year. So when you look at it, it's going to be really interesting because, you know, great, just, just as you go off that, you know, he's obviously somewhere in the draft probably, and, you know, CBS Sports put out their list of top 100 prospects today, and uh, there are actually two Iowa connections. Uh, Fan and uh, Montgomery were both top 20 draft prospects mm-hmm. for next year, and you know, this stuff is so early, these mock drafts, you know, who knows, but I think there's enough buzz, I think, around Montgomery, and you look at the running back pool next year, it's going to be interesting because I think there were seven draft picks, seven running backs drafted in the first three rounds this year. you, you got to think Montgomery might be in that, that mix next year. You know, look at Bryce Love is going to get a lot of hype, and um, there's a couple other really good running backs, too, in college football next year. But if he has the same year, and I think the big thing for a guy like that, for a running back, is to stay healthy. But if he's healthy and has a, a, a year like last year, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to for sure be a decision. All right, uh, quickly to basketball before we run out of time with you. Wigginton was not officially invited to the uh, NBA camp. However, he is on the alternate list. Uh, how do you think this is going to play out, and how quickly then will he say, okay, I'm coming back to Iowa State? Well, that's the, the second part that you mentioned I think is the big, the big holdup is him being an alternate. I think that's going to delay – an announcement of coming back because I, I have a feeling that he's going to now wait and see as late as he can for that cutoff. Once, the, once he knows he's not an, if he say he's an alternate, he'll obviously go, but he's not going to announce he's going to come back until he knows he's not an alternate. So um, that combine obviously comes up here in the next couple of weeks. And so I think if once he's not an alternate or if he's not an alternate, because it is still possible he could be, then I think he'd make that announcement. But you know, it's probably going to linger here a few more weeks because until they say, hey, we don't have any more open spots and everybody's coming or everybody's healthy. I don't think he'll announce because then he wouldn't want to turn down a potential opportunity. So I think it, it does start to bode well for, for him coming back to school though. You know, when you don't get invited to the combine, that is typically a, a first step of, you know, maybe it's not time yet because you know they're inviting 60 to 70 players somewhere in there. And if you're not one of those players, you know, there's only 60 picks in the draft. So that doesn't include, you know, not everyone goes to the combine like Europeans and everything. So I think it does start to the trend towards him coming back, but it could still be a, a, a little bit longer before he makes that announcement. Alex, uh, on the basketball front, we'll let you go with this. It was uh, a lot of talk last week about Prentice Nixon, the transfer that committed to Iowa State. Now uh, all eyes on the state, both on the east side of the state here in the central Iowa, are over in the qu- The National Weather Service in Des Moines has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for Northwestern Story County in Central Iowa, Boone County in Central Iowa, North Central Dallas County in Central Iowa, until 5.15 p.m. At 4.35 p.m., a severe thunderstorm was located near Perry, moving northeast at 40 miles per hour. Expected hazards include 60 miles per hour wind gusts and quarter-size hail. This is a radar-indicated threat. The following impacts are expected. Hail damage to vehicles is expected. Expect wind damage to roofs, siding, and trees. Locations impacted include Ames, Boone, Perry, Story City, Madrid, Ogden, Roland, Gilbert, Woodward, Boone Speedway, Minburn, Boughton, Luther, Fraser, Perry Municipal Airport, Boone Municipal Airport, and Ledges State Park. This includes Interstate 35 between mile markers 121 and 126. 
For your protection, move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a building. Repeating, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued until 5.15 p.m. for the following counties, in Iowa, Boone, Dallas and Story. Been there are lots of times. It's a great party town. It is. Alex is, uh, I'm going to have a feeling, going to really have a is. good time Look, down it's there. A, it's, it's fun. Yep. All right, everybody. Uh, we got to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, Ian Castleberry from Outside Corner on Major League Baseball will be our guest. Jimmy B and TC right here on the Big Talker 1700. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Sponsored by Dell. During Small Business Month, Dell is offering up to 40% off select PCs with 8th Gen Intel Core processors. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with a small business technology advisor today. Tonight's forecast, scattered showers and thunderstorms likely. Some could be strong to severe this evening, a low near 63. Scattered showers and thunderstorms again on Wednesday, especially late afternoon and evening with a high near 78. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. What does your morning sound like? Goodbye, baby. Is she asleep? Yeah, finally. Great. I picked up our favorite breakfast sandwiches from McDonald's. Ooh. Mmm. Oh. My turn. Here's to making your morning routine a little better. Right now, mix and match two select breakfast sandwiches, like a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles, a sausage McMuffin with egg, or a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit for just $4. Breakfast at McDonald's. Single item at regular price at participating McDonald's for a limited time. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Join Coach Ben Jacobson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prohm, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th Annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out logierheatingcooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Back with you, taking you up until 6 o'clock, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Brinson, you like this tune? Say what? Do you like this tune? What is it? Blitzkrieg Bop. I, th- I figured that was right up your alley. What? Blitzkrieg? The Blitz- only Blitzkrieg I know is like back in the war. By the Ramones? You don't know the Ramones? I know the Ramones. I've just never heard that one. That's all. You've never heard that song the- before? No. No. Oh, man. I was not a big Ramones guy. I mean, I know who they were. They were like the leaders of garage bands. Yes. But I, the, the, look at, I was into, I was into songs you can dance to, man. I'm throwing it down on the dance floor. You can dance to that. Well, what? You, you could dance. To dance that. what? Yeah. You, come on, Jimmy <laughs> B. You know, I, I didn't have a whole lot of respect for your musical taste, and it's fallen even more if you didn't come back and get excited about the Ramones. The guy that I'm excited to talk about right now is our man yeah. Ian Castleberry from the Comeback, talking Major League Baseball. Ian, it's been a while. There's an introduction for you. Brinson's an old man. He doesn't even know much about the Ramones. I'm shaking my head a little bit. Uh, you know, I think you can dance with it. I, in fact, I was dancing while Look sitting down. That. Oh, come uh, on, Ian, to, please. To Bob. <laughs> Oh, come on, no, man. You, you gotta know, throw it down. You gotta throw it down with some James Brown, some BB King, some Tower of Power. I mean, come on, man. I I'm not gonna disagree with that, but uh sometimes you just gotta roll the windows down and blast the phones, I think. 
I'm right there with you, Ian. Right there with you. Well, let's get into some baseball, Ian. It's been a while. Your uh, Tigers are not very good. My Twins are not very good. It's, uh, well, it, it seems the difference between the haves and the have-nots in baseball has continued to extend the last few years. After we see the Royals make a run, we, we've had teams that have kind of come out of nowhere and make runs. The last two seasons, it feels like there is a growing divide between the upper echelon teams and everybody else. Do you see it from the same vantage point? Oh, absolutely. I think uh, you saw that uh, demonstrated this offseason just in in terms of who was uh, going after talent, who was making deals. Uh, You said it. there there are haves and have-nots, but I think the the chasm is as wide as it's ever been. You just flat-out have some teams that are not interested in winning this season. I will certainly put uh, the Detroit Tigers on that list. Uh, your Minnesota Twins, however, you know, made a made a huge push. Uh, seemingly, I wouldn't I wouldn't say they went all in necessarily, but you know, they made some major additions. Uh, I still think they'll uh, turn it around four and a half out. Uh, you know, I, we're kind of getting to that point where maybe you can't quite say it's early, but one month uh, into the season, I would still uh, expect the Twins uh, to, to contend. Uh, at the very least, uh, for a wild card spot. But uh, you look at the standings, uh, and there is just it is ugly at at the bottom uh, of these divisions right now. You know, Ian, I, I'm real curious because you talked about teams that are already uh, out uh, and, and and tanking like crazy. Uh, I, I'm, I'm some teams though are supposed to be really good, like the Dodgers, and they're like struggling like crazy. And tonight, Kershaw goes again uh, against Arizona, and he's one and four. Is there a reason for this that the Dodgers are all of a sudden having issues? I mean, we saw Peterson the other night get uh, benched because they felt he didn't hustle on a ball that maybe he could have stretched for a triple. Are are there issues that people aren't really knowing about about the Dodgers? I do wonder if there's some clubhouse issues. Uh, that that thing between Dave Roberts uh, and Cody Bellinger that was a curious move. Uh, you know, it didn't really seem like uh, Bellinger was, was loping there uh, on the base paths. Um, you know, Roberts obviously has a different read of the situation uh, than we might watching on TV. But to, to make a, a public spectacle of, of benching him during the middle of the game uh, that's something that unless he has the support uh, of the clubhouse and the and the veterans on that team, uh, you risk uh, possibly losing one, one of uh, your best players. Uh, that's something it seems like that it could have been taken care of uh, in a clubhouse meeting after the game or pulling him aside in the dugout tunnel. Uh, I do wonder if there are some issues uh, that haven't uh, come to light yet. Um, to be fair, the Dodgers have dealt with uh, a huge amount of injuries. Obviously, uh, what's happened now with Corey Seager going to be out for the season with Tommy John surgery on his elbow, uh, uh, Justin Turner, uh, fractured wrist, Yasiel Puig just uh, uh, went on the disabled list. Uh, Rich Hill um, is you know, a, a, a perennial uh, visitor to the disabled list. Uh, there's still a lot of talent on this team. Uh, but you look at the Dodgers, they're eight games back right now against an Arizona Diamondbacks team uh, who they face tonight. The Diamondbacks are playing outstanding baseball. 
Um, again, it's early, but I, I think you can make the case that uh, Corey Seager's injury, unless, depending on how the Dodgers respond to this, uh, maybe the path uh, to winning the NL West uh, just got a lot easier for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Well, an injury uh, led them years ago to get Manny Ramirez from Boston. Could a injury here to Seager lead for another Manny, Manny Machado, making his way west? That is the big, splashy deal. If, if the uh, Dodgers want to make a, an impact addition to their lineup, uh, Manny Machado uh, would be outstanding. Certainly he would replace uh, uh, the offense they're missing with Seager. might even be an improvement uh, in, in terms of power. Uh, Machado can step right in and play shortstop. They have the financial resources uh, to make this deal and maybe sign uh, Machado to a long-term deal down the line. They have the resources in terms of uh, their minor leaguers, uh, some guys who are in the majors also, uh, like uh, Alex Verdugo, Akinta uh, uh, Meda, somebody who, who they could include and, and, and make a very appealing uh, package uh, to trade to the Orioles. Um, but there are also some uh, you know, less flashy uh, short-term options. Uh, the Dodgers can make, you know, uh, Jose Iglesias uh, from the Tigers, uh, for instance, maybe I'll see this Escobar from the Royals. But, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, that Manny Machado deal, uh, that looks uh, absolutely perfect. Uh, everything seems to be falling in, into place for the Dodgers to make that move. Uh, when the Chicago Cubs started slowly, fans like went into panic mode immediately. Now that they have uh, gotten warmer weather and they're starting to play much better baseball and have moved in the first place, is this the Cubs team that you now think will step up and run away with the division? Or do you still believe that somebody, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, will still challenge them? I think uh, the Brewers and the Cardinals, I mean, I would expect them to be competitive uh, in the NL Central, maybe ultimately for a wild-card spot more uh, than the division uh, title here. But, yeah, you, you have to wonder, with the way the Cubs struggled early on in the season, whether it, it was injuries or, or the, the schedule, uh, you know, the constant rainouts and so forth, uh, struggles like uh, Anthony Rizzo uh, really uh, – dealing with some difficulties at the plate. You wonder if the rest of the NL Central had their shot at the Cubs and kind of blew it here. Um, again, it, it, it's still early, but you know the, the Cubs have shown uh, that their pitching uh, has been outstanding uh, the past five games, uh, You know, carrying the Cubs when their offense isn't offering much. Uh, John Lester, uh, Kyle Hendricks, uh, pitching very well, and they still haven't gotten much out of Jose Quintana. They haven't gotten much out of you, Darvish. Uh, if they start to pitch better and uh, the Cubs hitters hit the way uh, we expect them to, uh, I think uh, yeah, it, it looks like it's coming together for the Cubs and, and maybe uh, the rest of the division blew a chance here to, to uh, keep it closer than, than it will be. Well, the Cubs back on top of the Central. We mentioned the Dodgers out west. Uh, back behind and a deficit also for the Nationals. Ian, did you see tonight that they're going to uh, decide to do a little moving around with the batting order, and they're going to put Bryce Harper in the leadoff spot. He's been yeah. drawing a ton of walks. He's uh, slowed down a little bit at the plate. You like the move? 
Um, I, yeah, I think uh, as a temporary move, uh, you know, the Cubs, they're going to bat Anthony Rizzo lead off tonight, too. Uh, so we have two teams, uh, you know, making unusual moves uh, in their batting order. I do like the move. Uh, Harper uh, can get on base. Uh, maybe, you know, he'll get uh, some pitches, uh, more pitches to hit at the top of the order there, uh, you know, unless uh, they, they want to just put him, unless the Pirates just want to put him on base uh, to start with. Um, I, I, you know, injuries have been a huge problem for the Nationals as well. Who knew that Daniel Murphy was uh, such an important player? I mean, obviously a, a very good hitter, one of the best second basemen in the National League, but. Boy, they have really missed him. They've missed Anthony Rendon. Um, yeah, I think uh, you know, giving your best hitter uh, the chance to have the most at bats uh, on a particular night, um, not a not a bad move. Uh, we'll see if it pays off, but I think it's a temporary move for certain. Always good, Ian. When we catch up with you, pal. Thank you as always for your time and uh, enjoy baseball. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Thanks, Ian. Good talking there to you, you again. Go. Ian Castleberry joining us. Yeah, yeah, always love talking with Ian, Jimmy B. Batting around baseball. We got a, a long few months in front of us here with the baseball scene before, well, football finally gets back. But we got all of May and June and July. And then in August, it'll be football right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can't wait for football. You and I are like drooling waiting for football to begin. A uh, quick time out here at the top of the hour. We're coming right back. Jimmy B and TC, the big talker, 1700. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at Wolf construction.net we're a roofing machine when you hear washer systems of iowa you think about pressure washers the washer systems of iowa does so much more 
industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repairs, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Sponsored by Frontline Plus. Warmer weather means more time outside, but it can also mean more bugs. So don't forget to protect your pets with the number one name in flea and tick protection. Frontline Plus. Buy it today. I'm having that 659 feeling again. What? You know, that mini panic attack right before the workday starts when you're sure you've forgotten something? Nope, that's my favorite time of day. I work with Cintas, so I always know we're ready for the workday. They handle our uniforms, fire extinguishers, first aid, safety training, floor mats, and restroom supplies. I think I need to call Cintas. They might just make a morning person out of you. Oh, I'm ready! Learn how Cintas can help you get ready for the workday. Visit Cintas.com. It's time for some straight talk. Using your phone, yeah, the one right in your hand, could cost up to 30% less every month. Got your attention, don't I? With Straight Talk's Bring Your Own Phone SIM Kit, you can keep that phone, your same 4G LTE network and number, but pay less. The ultimate unlimited plan is just 55 bucks a month. Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. Savings may vary. Video typically streams at DVD quality. A month equals 30 days. At 60 gigabytes, we may review accounts for violations of terms and conditions found at straighttalk.com. Help support children at risk right here in your community by buying a ticket to the Cinco de Mayo-themed Wild About the Child Shindig on Saturday, May 5th at 6 p.m. at the gorgeous Stein Barn in West Des Moines. All proceeds go to children who attend Wildwood Hills Ranch. Buy your ticket today at bidpal.net backslash whrshindig. That's bidpal.net backslash WHR Shindig and join us in our mission of transforming lives. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next.